the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Prayers Heard in Heaven. God wants to raise up an army of believers whose prayer shakes the nation and the nations of the world. God wants you to shake the evil out of its dwelling place in your family, in your workplace, in the nation. Prayers Heard in Heaven is a teaching ministry teaching God's people to pass blessings with prayer. In the fifth chapter of James, the Bible tells us to pray for one another that we may be healed and that the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous person availeth much. The following program, Prayers Heard in Heaven, with speaker and teacher Valerie Sneed, will help you learn to pray fervently and effectively and truly see results in prayer. Valerie Sneed, with Prayers Heard in Heaven, starts now. Paul wanted us to have vision. Do you have vision today? I'm talking about spiritual vision. Spiritual vision is power. The Apostle Paul in the New Testament, he longed for the church to walk in all that God had for them. He desired for us to walk in a place with the knowledge of God operating within us in such a powerful way that we would have revelation that would surpass natural understanding and therefore be guided by God in all that we do. Today, I want to bring you the keys to success that you desire. Today, spiritual wisdom is so important right where we're living right now. Now, it's a reality that the spirit realm rules over this realm, the world that we see. How do we know? The Bible gives us clear evidence of what is happening in the spirit realm. And then we see manifestation of it in the natural. So we better believe and understand the laws of the spirit. Well, that's what the Bible is telling us. It gives us the laws that rule over this realm. When God told Joshua, this law shall not depart out of your mouth. What was he telling him? He was stating, these are the rules that rule over this realm, Joshua. This is the book of the law. Today, the title of our message is Set Your Mind Above Your Circumstance. God told Joshua not to let the book of the law depart from out of his mouth. And he told Joshua, if you follow this, if you understand, if it gets down inside of you, what was he telling him? He was stating that these are the rules that rule over this realm. It is my law, Joshua. And if you follow it, if you understand, and it gets down inside of you, and you meditate on it, you will be unstoppable. God was positioning Joshua to walk in spiritual wisdom, to walk in a place where he would have revelation so that the needs of the people and Joshua himself would be met. And there wouldn't be any unnecessary loss of life because the people would have a relationship with him as father and he will provide everything that was needed. He wanted to prosper Joshua and his people. Today, 
God wants to prosper you and position you in a place that strengthens you within. God never wanted the church to ever exist from a state of weakness. Jesus told the disciples, go to Jerusalem and tarry there until you receive what? Until you receive power from on high. And that's exactly what they received. Joshua is the only man or woman in the Bible where the sun and the moon stood still at the command of his voice. And what was the secret? Spiritual strength and spiritual power. God gave Joshua spiritual wisdom. And in his private hours alone with God, God imparted this wisdom and knowledge and understanding to Joshua. The Bible says that day in the valley. So the sun stood still and the moon stopped till the nation avenged itself of its enemies. As is written in the book of Jashar, the sun stopped in the middle of the sky and delayed going down about a full day. Joshua ten thirteen. Joshua has the power of revelation. He has spiritual wisdom and his enemies were not able to stand before him just as God had promised Every place where the sole of your feet treads, I will give it to you, just as I spoke to Moses. He is going to make everywhere Joshua goes a realm of spiritual possession, and then he will possess it naturally. From the wilderness and this Lebanon, even as far as the great river, the river Euphrates and all the land of the Hittites, and as far as the great sea toward the setting of the sun will be your territory. Look at this. What God is saying to him, God is giving him first spiritual authority. And then Joshua goes forth and physically takes possession of the land. Set your mind not on your circumstance, but on things above. And then God said, no man will be able to stand before you, Joshua, all the days of your life. Just as I was with Moses, I will be with you. And I will not fail you or forsake you. God will be a spiritual shield for him is what he's telling him. That will be activated. And if anyone tries to take him out, they won't be able to because God's presence is with him. He told Joshua, be strong and courageous for you shall give this people possession of the land, which I swore to their fathers to give to them. And Joshua does it all. Joshua does not physically have possession of the land when this is spoken. This is a promise. But spiritually, the land already belonged to them because God had spoken it. Now, God is saying all this to Joshua. But why? Why Joshua? Why will he perform all of this for Joshua? Joshua has a relationship with God. God was not talking to a stranger God was talking to someone who was well acquainted with him, someone who knew him well, someone who was well acquainted with the law. Joshua had been there beside Moses as Moses led the children of Israel out of Egypt and into the wilderness. Joshua had seen the power of God, the miracles that God had performed as Moses worshiped and was led by God. I want to tell you a story for just a moment. When my children were very young, there was a man that lived next door, and I'll never forget that man. He was an older man, and he lived alone, and he was a very nice neighbor, a very nice man to live next door to, as long as our children did not play kickball and the ball land in his backyard. 
because the yards were all fenced. And so because he was older, it was trouble to him to get up and get the ball out of the yard and come to the front door and give it to us, you know, or go in the yard and throw it back over the fence. So it irritated him. And that's just to say the least of it. So we warn the children now, make sure that you do not kick the ball into Mr. Frank's yard. Now, don't do that. Don't play kickball in the backyard because that upsets Mr. Frank. And he's older, so don't do that. And they all agreed, okay, we won't play kickball in the backyard. But one day something was going on, too many cars coming past in the street or something. And so uh, several times, you know, though they disobeyed. And when they would do that, they knew, okay, one last time. You do this, the next time you're going to get your privileges taken away. Well, one day, as kids do, they disobeyed and they kicked the ball in Mr. Frank's backyard. Well, while we were in the house... My husband was home that day, and my mother was there visiting, and she said she heard the front door open, and she heard it close, and she could hear little voices. The kids were all talking to each other, and they were whispering, and she said they were just chattering together about something, and then she heard one, the middle one, say, it's okay. Listen, I'll do all the talking. Let me, let me talk to Dad. You all just be quiet. Don't say a word. I'll handle Dad. <laughs> well... They all did just that. They stood back, they were quiet, and they let him handle Dad. Well, because his father was such a gentle giant, a loving father, very close to his children, he negotiated with his father not to let this happen again, and he requested that his father get the ball out of Mr. Frank's backyard without anyone getting their privileges taken away or getting any playtime removed, right? The son was counting on what? He was counting on his relationship with his father to pull this off, right? Joshua understood relationship. God wasn't talking to just anybody, someone who wasn't acquainted with him. He was talking to a man of God. God was teaching Joshua about spiritual laws. There are spiritual laws and we just have to face it. The Bible gives us evidence of spiritual laws from cover to cover. I'm telling you today, we're talking about setting our mind on things that are above, taking our mind off the circumstance and placing it on God. The Bible gives us evidence of these spiritual laws. From the very beginning, the book of Genesis, when Cain and Abel brought their offering to God, and Abel's offering was accepted, and Cain's was not. The Bible shows us that God was displeased. But why? Cain didn't kick up the dirt in the garden or destroy anything in the garden because he was angry. Cain broke a spiritual law. While Abel bought the best portion of the firstborn of his flock, and the Lord looked with favor on Abel and his offering, but he had no regard for Cain and his offering. So Cain became very angry, and his countenance fell. Why are you angry? The Lord said to Cain. Why has your countenance fallen? If you do what is right, will you not be accepted? But if you do not do what is right, Sin is crouching at your door, and it desires to have you, but you must rule over it. Sin crouching at your door? What door is this? The door of Cain's heart. That's what God was telling him. Again, God is giving Cain spiritual law. He's telling Cain, if you do what is right, I will accept it, and you will be protected. But if you do what is wrong, it is not acceptable in my sight. And by disobeying, You open the door of your heart for sin to get in, and it will overtake you. Like Joshua, the laws are there to prosper us. 
so that our enemies cannot stand before us all the days of our life, so that God's presence is with you wherever you go, revealing himself and giving you the power of revelation to do great and mighty works and commanding the spiritual laws in this realm, bringing manifestation of the power of God and bringing glory to his name. Matthew 16 and 16, Jesus set forth a spiritual principle. He activates it in the lives of those he is speaking to and for all of eternity. And all of eternity was changed. He makes an outrageous transfer of power in Matthew 16 and 16 for each of us. An exchange takes place. He hands over something and he activates something. The event is as follows. And he said to his disciples and you and I, I give you the keys to the kingdom. Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. Now that's power from on high. But only if you know how to use it. He did not hand them a physical set of keys. He gave them spiritual keys. He said, I give unto you the keys to the kingdom. A transfer of the law with power and authority. And it was absolutely activated. This is for the believer. That would be you, child of God. He gave you the keys and he activated the power for them. Keys open doors and only the one with the key has the authority to enter in. And the one with the key has the authority to bring others in because they have the key. It's called salvation and it brings the keys to you. So we walked away from baptism, many of us, and did not go on to power. Everything you need is established and it is settled in heaven. Jesus gave you the keys to the heavens. Oh, I know you're receiving this today. Let's go on to power. Let's not stop at the gate. Let's enter in. Psalms 119, 89 to 96. Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. He's talking about spiritual laws. It's settled in heaven. Thy faithfulness is unto all generations. You and I are covered. Thou hast established the earth and it abideth. They continue this day according to thy ordinances. For all are thy servants. He's talking about the church. Everything you have need of, it is settled in heaven, O Lord. The word is settled in heaven. What you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. And what you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Now, if our minds are dull, we could miss that. But I know your mind isn't dull. Romans 10 and 8. What does it say? The word is near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart. That is the message concerning faith that we proclaim. That's Romans 10, 8. It says specifically, the word is in your mouth and in your heart. The Lord is telling us the key is to be able to establish heaven on earth, life and death in the power of the tongue. This key, is it saying it over and over again? Our word? No, of course not. God's word, because we say what is already established. So it's God's word that we say over and over again. We're trying to bring heaven on the earth. Bringing heaven on the earth brings power for the children of God. He's saying, guess what? I have already given it to you on the earth. The blessings have been unlocked for you. The blessing is given unto you. Now, why did he call it blessing? Because it's in heaven. Remember, everything you need is in heaven. 
I've given you the keys to what is unlocked. Romans 10, 8. This is a spiritual law. I'm going to read it again. The word is near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart. Let's use the word that God has given us. His word. His word unlocks the heavens. The key is in your heart and your mouth. And so the word of the Lord says, it's impossible to please God without faith. So he says that you cannot, you cannot get anything without Christ. That's exactly what he's telling us. You must have Jesus Christ to have kingdom faith. So many don't understand the law of the spirit. That what is on top must come down. What you bind on earth is bound in heaven. And what you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. So if what you say is wrong with your tongue, you will eat the fruit of it because that's a spiritual law. To get where God wants us to be, we must get into the word of God. Set your mind on things above. You must make the heart and the tongue, your mouth, have the eternal word, the heavenly word of God. Set it like a temperature. Set your mind on things above and your blessings will come from above. When you see someone heavily anointed, they have set their mind on things above in the heavenly realm. When the mind is set, just like you set a thermostat, you set the temperature in a house. When the mind is set, you begin to see yourself from the heavenly realm as manifested sons and daughters of God. You are seated in the heavenly realm with Christ Jesus. You use the key. You set your mind and your heart on things above. And when you see yourself seated with Christ, you begin to understand your identity and the realm of the spirit, the kingdom of God. You cannot set your mind on the spirit if your mind is down here on earth. Many people have their mind set on things of the earth. And all who receive Christ, we set our mind on things above and keep it there. Jesus said, I've given to you the keys. But again, it is in your mind and your heart. The more you say the heavenly word, it will go down into your heart. It will set your mind on things above. Now, when you are in the things above, now you can experience down here what you are after. You must go up in your mind and then you will see yourself seated with Christ Jesus. When you pray, you won't pray from down here. You'll pray from up there. So then it's easy to pray and see heavenly results for the enemy will be under your feet. You will see him under your feet. You are in the third heaven with Christ Jesus. We are there in the third heaven by prayer. The heavens, the first heaven is the clouds, the atmosphere that we see. And the second heaven is principalities. And the third heaven is where God is. Now we're dealing with man with spiritual laws Let's just go a bit further. There are gates that the Bible mentions. The gates of hell exist, but the Bible speaks that there are many gates that we can open for the enemy to attack us. Lust of the flesh, doubt, fear. These are gates, spiritual gates, but only opened if we allow it. Jesus said the gates of hell will not prevail against you. So Jesus bound that power. When Jesus took the keys, when he went down into the earth and he took the keys, he demolished that power over you. He took the keys and he appeared to many after that. He ministered to the disciples and he blew on them and they received the Holy Spirit. And then he told them, 
to wait in Jerusalem. And they received a baptism of the Holy Spirit. That's a second encounter with the Holy Spirit. Jesus was empowering them from on high. It's a power so that we can witness and it renews the mind to gain access to what we originally had, to all things that pertain to godliness. The eternal word of God is going to make you prosper within. Within where? Within your heart. Prosperity is what God gives each and every one of us. Joshua 1.8, the book of the law. Again, what? The law, the book of the law, what law? The law of the realm of the spirit, the heavenly realm. If you meditate day and night, it will make you prosper. If you confess it day and night, it goes down into your mind and your heart, your spirit. It goes deep down inside of you and it will set your mind to heavenly things above. And then you will know your true identity. You will function from a different level and operate in the spirit realm and bring heaven onto the earth because operating on earth is different than operating in the spirit realm of heaven. Now, then our mind is set. Now, what you do is then successful. Now, things will spring forth for you. And it's easy to bring what you see down here. Jesus is saying what you loose on earth is loosed in heaven because your body is on the earth, but your mind is set in the heavenly realm. So the key is to set your mind on things that are above. If your tongue is here and your mind is in heaven, then the more you speak the heavenly word of God, you become one with him, seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. For he raised us from the dead along with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ. He's talking about our mind. It must be in the heavenly realm. So when you think about Jesus, your mind is in the heavenly realm because he is in heaven. So if you aren't looking for Jesus, you're in trouble because you're earthly bound. Paul said to the people of Galatians, you started out spiritual. Now you're carnal because we can switch from spiritual to carnal. If the teaching is carnal that we receive, then we make a switch to the carnal. If one is in the flesh, carnal minded, then they're earthly minded. And then this mind is in a baby stage of Christianity. We have a choice to be taught earthly things or spiritual things. Paul was traveling away from the church in Corinth and he writes this, dear brothers and sisters, when I was with you, I couldn't talk to you as I would to spiritual people. I had to talk as though you belonged to the world, as though you were infants. Paul had left and they had trusted a man that was earthbound to teach them. And so they became baby Christians again. Even if I give you spiritual food, you will not be able to understand it. You're a baby. They were heavenly when Paul was there. When he left and returned, now they're carnal minded. He said, you started out so well. And they started out faithful. And they had their mind set on things above. The blessing is not on the earth. The blessing is in heaven. The blessing is in your mouth. There is a parable. It's an old parable. It says, if you keep shaking milk, it'll turn to butter. Why will it turn to butter? Because it thickens as it's shaken. The more you meditate on God's word, it will thicken. 
and it becomes the richest revelation of God. I'm Valerie Snead with Prayers Heard in Heaven, teaching God's people to pray. Prayers Heard in Heaven is a prayer ministry with Bible teacher Valerie Sneed. We hope you are inspired by this message. To hear more, visit PrayersHeardInHeaven.org. You've been listening to Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven. If you missed any of the program, listen next Sunday evening at 530. For more information about their weekly live prayer call, visit their website at prayersheardinheaven.org. You are invited to join Valerie and Joan on a live conference call every Saturday morning at 7.30 a.m. Central Time by calling 1-832-895-9654. That's 1-832-895-9654 each Saturday morning at 7.30 a.m. Central Time. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.